episode number 15, Fresh Ideas to Reach Families with Matt McKay. Here we go, tribe. This is the Kidman Tribe Podcast. We're helping you as children's pastors, volunteers, and leaders plan, create, and execute incredible life-changing kids' worship experiences at your church. With practical tips, coaching, training, and resources from the best in kids' ministry around the world. It's time to join the tribe. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Kidman Tribe Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Noble. I'm so glad you're here today. I know you're in the middle of fall. You're getting ready for your fall festival, possibly, and then into the holiday seasons, Thanksgiving and Christmas, my favorite time of the year, but busy times around churches. Some of you are even thinking, okay, what's 2023 going to look like? And I think today's topic is going to be a real encouragement to many leaders. We're going to be talking about what it looks like to really some fresh ideas on how to build godly children and really equipping parents and partnering all together because it really does take a church to raise a child. And so my my guest today is Matt McKay. Matt has been a children's pastor for over 20 years at Trinity Church in Cedar Hill, Texas. He's also been a speaker, keynote speaker around the world. He's uh, done a lot of things in children's ministry, and I'm so excited for you to be able to hear him. And as he's keynoted around uh, at children's conferences worldwide, he's motivated hundreds of leaders and parents raising up the next generation of Christ followers, motivated and equipped. And I think some of the ideas we're going to gain today are going to be so encouraging for you. But after consulting with children's pastors who wanted resources for volunteers and parents that were easy to prepare and fun for kids, Matt developed Kids in Action, a church and family exchange, an inspirational weekend to equip the children's pastors, volunteers, and parents all together to raise godly sons and daughters in today's world the best way possible together. And so I want to encourage you. We're going to jump in with Matt in just a moment. You're not going to want to miss a single moment. I'm so glad you're here today. Hey guys, I'm here with my friend Dave Ray from Doorpost Songs. We've partnered with them on an incredible Christmas curriculum called Unto Us. Dave, tell me a little bit about the vision behind it. Yeah, there are there are three really important things we want kids to know. We want kids to know that God doesn't play by the rules our society plays with in terms of who's valuable and who's not. Everyone values to God. God loves ordinary people just like you and me. We want them to know that God keeps his promises. Not only did he keep all the promises he made about Jesus, he's gonna keep all the promises he's made to us. And we want them to know that Christmas isn't the end of the story. It's a part of this incredible story of good news, the gospel of Jesus' love for us. You've done an incredible job with songs. You have a whole uh, EP or album uh, that's Christmas songs for kids. Uh, and families. Uh, It's incredible. And we've kind of based the entire curriculum uh, on these songs and and this look. Tell us some of the things that we get that kids pastors will get in each lesson. Yeah, so there are five lessons that are going to take you through Advent and all the way to Christmas Eve, or maybe that Sunday that's right after Christmas. And in these lessons, you're going to get some really cool activities that are for younger kids, for older kids, more activities than you could do a printable Advent passport that's going to keep kids coming back every week. 1230 Media has designed some incredible games that go along and set up every single lesson. And then every lesson has a lesson setup video, 
a super easy to use teaching script with instructions for presentation and, and interaction with your kids. There are Bible story videos that are gonna tell these stories in a really creative way. A lesson wrap up with me and Jess. There are small group questions. There are suggestions for follow-up. I mean, it's a really comprehensive set of content. Yeah, you're also going to get everything that you need for your screen. I'm talking countdown video, motion backgrounds, sermon bumpers and trailers, lesson slides, presentation files, activity sheets, graphics like social media graphics and everything that you need for your screen and more. I want you to check it out. Go to doorpostsongs.com slash curriculum. That's doorpostsongs.com slash curriculum. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Jason Noble with the Kidman Tribe Podcast. I have one of my good buddies on today, Matt McKay. We've been friends for a long time. He is the children's pastor at uh, Cedar uh, Trinity Church in Cedar Hill, Texas, uh, doing a great job. Tell us about what ministry looks like, Matt. So glad that you're on today. I'm excited to hear from your perspective and, and just talk with you a little bit more about what God's doing. Yeah, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm a 25-year veteran at this point in kids ministry. Yeah. And uh, most of that time has been here at Trinity Church. Uh, you know, we have a large church and we're just doing what we can to reach as many kids and families as we can. And then as well as stepping into the apostolic side of ministry where we're really trying to take what God is doing here and make it available really around the world. So we're excited that. about what God is doing. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, um, I remember back, man, it must have been now 20 years ago when we went to the Philippines, had a great time on that mission trip. Wow. Your heart back then was incredible for just taking the gospel and helping kids around the world. And it's just awesome to see what God has been, what God's been doing at Trinity and uh, especially with your guys' new curriculum, Kids in Action. Um, it's fun to be able to see what's happening. Talk to us a little bit about that. What's going on with Kids yeah, in Yeah, you know, I... Again, I think just kind of like everyone, when COVID hit, I felt like we just were slammed to a, a stop, you know, and it was like we were just going so fast, so many things, event, 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 event. And if you're, you know, if you're used to large church ministry, you know, you tend to kind of be event driven. Yeah. And we were just so, so busy. And then all of a sudden it stopped. It came to an end. And it was in that moment I was just really spending time with God kind of a little bit depressed, to be honest, that, you know, we, the next camp wasn't there for us and the next this wasn't there. And it was like, God just really took that moment to just do such a work in my heart. And in that time, I said, you know, God, I, I guess I'm just really surprised that if you would have told me, <clears throat> you know, when I was 19 and started this, that I haven't written a book, that I haven't produced uh, the curriculum, uh, that I know is a dream and all these things started coming back to me, uh, you know, things that that haven't happened because you just get too busy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and God's like, now's the time. And so we just really begin to to evaluate that. And in that moment, that's been what, two, two years, I guess it's been a two year yeah. journey. Of, of producing video driven curriculum on an app. Uh, and the big thing, I think, I don't, you know, I think some people are starting to do this um, a little bit more, but it's very important to us that we build a bridge between what happens at home yes. or what happens at church. So what happens at home. And so uh, the curriculum, it's, it's good for church, but I'm most excited about the part, the parent, the at-home parent family devos. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's all video driven and gives them a 20 minute devotional at home. And so, yeah, it's the same lesson topic as what the church does. And so it really works together. But even a parent, if, you know, families weren't doing the, their kids weren't doing the church stuff and they were just doing the, the at home stuff. It, it's great for them as well. So, you know, really just realizing more than ever before. And I know we all know that at this point, but 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 impacting the children through the parents at home is is really uh, is really where where the value is. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, one hundred percent. And I think that that's where discipleship really does happen if we can equip and our train our train our parents. I mean, the reality of it is just from the time that we have them versus the time that they have them every week. I mean, we have them an hour to two hours a week where parents have them one hundred and sixty hours or whatever that number is. Um, so that alone, I mean, it's such an important, yeah, and you know, these, uh, you know, now the average child is attending church. Really. It's, it's less than two times a month. That's it, crazy. Last I looked, it's 1.5 times a month, which yeah. I don't know where they get the 0. 0.5. <laughs> the, the point they leave halfway there, through. <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, they're not here enough for us to, to make the greatest impact, even though we think we, you know, we're the best and the greatest. And as long as they come to us, lives are going to be changed. And and that's somewhat true, but discipleship requires partnership. Yes. And I think that that's so important that if we're not connecting with the parent and, and helping them understand their role at home versus the church's role, what is our role for your child and what is your role for your child? And so, yes. you know, uh, Outside of the curriculum, uh, I'm doing something called the Church Family Exchange, and 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 that's kind of my apostolic side. I'm just to the point in my life where I'm I'm a little more available to travel and go to churches and help them. And so we love to to go to churches, and I spend a day with the children's pastor. I spend a, a, the second day training all their volunteers, and then we finish with a family service wow. where we really help uh, communicate the heart of here's what the the role of this church is in your family, but here's the world for you as the parent. And I just really, we bring that together. We pray. And every time I go and do that, God just opens up heaven and pours out his spirit on those families. And they, and they really see their, their value and what they're supposed to do. And it really is a great launching point for family ministry for that church every time. So that's awesome. uh, If anyone's interested in that, I'd love to come just, you know, I don't know if this, if I'm allowed to do a commercial on this or not, but yeah. Just follow me at Kidmen Pastor on Instagram, and that's the best way to connect with me for that. That's awesome. Yeah, do that. Go check him out on Instagram. So one of the things that that we, you know, that I, that I observe is you have to build a great team. You can't do kids ministry alone, especially in your setting. What's one secret uh, to building a good team? And talk, you know, talk to us about that for just a minute. Yeah, they- recruiting is the number one challenge, right? I mean, it's yeah. what <clears throat> it's what we all struggle with. Uh, there isn't a church. I, if there's someone who has the the secret sauce, that then they would probably be millionaires, write a book, and and we'd right. all, all be good. But unfortunately, uh, we're all still discovering the ways to do that creatively. Um, so for me, it I remember I was in Lawton, Oklahoma. And that's when we first met. And yeah. I remember the pastor brought in a consultant. And, you know, anytime the pastor brings in a consultant, you're like, okay, he thinks we're not doing great. So he <laughs> right. Nelson to tell us what we're doing wrong so that maybe we can get better. Right. Right. And so we're all nervous as a staff, like, oh, great. Who's losing their job? The consultant's coming in. Right. Yeah. And I'll never forget the consultant sat down with me. And I mean, I'm in my 20s. I'm, I'm new, but, you know, we're building a pretty good children's ministry. I think I had about 400 kids at that time. 
you know, on weekly services. And I just thought, man, we're doing really, really well. I, I don't have anything to be afraid of here, you know. And the and church so, was growing fast, if I remember right. Oh, my goodness. We started at 500 and six years we were to 2000. So it was yeah. a really fast moving growth. And so anyway, he comes in and he says, Matt. Your top 10 children's pastor in the nation. I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's, that's <laughs> cool, man. He said, if you can get this one thing figured out. I was like, what? What is it? I want to be top 10. You know, right. how do I do it? And he said, you got you got to win the recruiting game. You know, you got to win the team building game. And I said, okay. And he said, he just stopped me. And he said, Matt, if you can't sell people on getting involved in this ministry. Ooh. No one else is going to be able to do that. And it was this moment where I realized we always say, well, if our pastor would just make an announcement from the yes, state, if, right. if someone would just help us, and if we could just get get the pastor's wife to, to say children's minute, you know, whatever, then, then it would solve all of our problems. And the reality is that's really not true. It's You're not. called as the leader to those kids. If you can't sell someone on joining the greatest ministry in the church, no one else is going to be able to do that. And once I once I owned it, everything has changed since then. Wow. And, and is it always easy? No. Do I always have, you know, do I have every volunteer in every role? No, I don't. But we are way better off when I when I uh communicate my heart yeah. to the parents, to the people, and then I make sure everyone on staff, if you get a paycheck in this on this team, it's for one reason and one reason only. I can get people to do the work of children's ministry. Right. But if I pay you, it's to recruit. It's to build teams. It's to develop people to do the ministry. And yeah. so once we all kind of owned that. That is our role. That is my job. I don't Yes, I want to be in front of the kids. I want to, of course, that's why I'm in it. But if I'm not in a place where I'm out front and every parent sees me and I communicate my heart to every person coming in and coming out, I'm going to lose. If I'm stuck in the classroom with my kids and you know, and I and, and I'm not able to be out front and visible, then I'm going to lose that battle. And I can't lose that because if right. we lose that, we lose it all. Totally. Totally. I mean, and I think probably 95% of what you do as a kid's pastor and a kid's leader is what you just were talking about. The recruiting, being out in front with parents, 5%, you need to, be, you need to work yourself out of that five, you know, 5% is in front of kids, you know, because really you are the advocate for children's ministry. If you can't sell it, then man, that's a great really? statement. If you can't sell yeah. it, then who else is going to do it? Yeah. Who else is going to do it? I mean, this you're the most call. passionate person in your church about it. And yeah, so we, we're the ones. Yep. I mean, so to say, well, I'm just there for the kids and the adults don't matter. Yeah. That is not the right perspective because at, at that point, you're not going to have a team. Your adults are who is really your team to, to build yeah, and recruit. I've been down the road of doing this by myself. I'm not interested. In yeah. I've yeah. Killed my wife in the yeah. process. I about killed, you know, I mean, you, we, you can lose your marriage doing that. I mean, you have got to, you have got to have people surrounding you doing this as a team together. And yeah. once people hear your heart, it's very hard to say no. Right. If I'm standing out front and I'm talking to a mom and I'm pouring up, man, I, I'll always make sure I name drop. So I, I'll make sure if I'm going to go talk to a parent, I know their child's name, right? Yes. Man, Johnny, you should have seen him worshiping today. That's so good. Oh, wow, your son is just, have you seen it? Have you ever had, it? have you stepped in and seen how much he goes after God? Why, why don't you come watch it sometime? 
And yeah. what I do is I get parents to just want to come in and see what's happening. Of course, it's a hook. And then at that point, they're like, okay, wow, my kid just heard the voice of God today. Maybe this isn't childcare and babysitting. Maybe they are doing something with uh, right? value. And I kind of want to be a part of that, you know? And so I'm like, just, just hop in. You're welcome anytime. What about, what if I put you on a, you know, once a month, twice a month, that way you're in here and boom, just like that, we're hooked. And then yep. there are so many other strategies that we can talk about. I totally. will tell you real quick, we just did um, a really cool event for this purpose. And so I, Again, because I'm always struggling with, again, I'm not telling you I'm perfect at this in any right. stretch. Like this It's a continual battle. It's continual. You can never stop. And if you think, oh, I've got all my leaders right now. Well, guess what? That season is going to end. So use that time to get them for the next season. Exactly. Right? And so anyway, we, we came up with an idea. Like one of our struggles was really communication. Right. When you have a large church, or, and I'm sure this is the case, even at smaller churches. Yes. Parents come and they drop off and communicating what's going on. Kids camp is coming up next week. And it's like, I'm thinking, I feel like these parents just see it as another event. This is not another event. This right. is the Super Bowl of our kids church. This is the culmination of everything God has done and a launching pad for what he's going to do next year. The kids camp is everything. And they're just kind of like, oh, maybe I'll sign up. Maybe I won't. And I'm thinking, okay, we got a problem. Yeah, We have a communication problem. We have a heart of our ministry communication problem. And so what we did is we said, okay, let's get the parents together. How do we do that? Okay, we'll have a nachos and nerf night for the kids. Okay, Get them pumped up about being there, but the parents have to come. It's a family night. And so we just did it Saturday night. We packed out the room and I got up in front of them and I didn't take this opportunity to preach a big sermon. I said, we're going to worship. We're going to demonstrate what God's doing in the hearts of the kids and how they hear the voice of God. So kids were just coming up, grabbing the mic. God told me this. God's telling me this. Wow. And their parents were like, oh, my word, my kids hear from God. This is so mind-blowing. And then I said, okay, kids, go pray for your parents. And once the kids went and are prophesying over the parents and all the things that we worked on on Sunday morning, we gave it to the parents. Does it make wow. sense? Yeah. And then I said, okay, here's why you're here. Camp is important. Uh, our parent class coming up is important. Uh the the water park night we're about to do is important. It feels like we're event driven, but I'm here to tell you we're purpose event driven. Yeah. And if you're not aware of what God is doing in our children's ministry on Sunday morning, you need to come check it out. We need you to partner with us. This is not me versus you. And so we begin to, again, start to build that bridge yes. between what happens at church and what happens at home. I talked to them about the app. I talked to them about all the things available and then we went and had nachos and, and played Nerf battles. And it was the most su simple, successful night I've ever experienced. That honestly. is awesome. Probably the most successful event we've done that I can remember. And it was very easy. Yeah. Not cheese and chips and everyone bring your Nerf guns and let's have. And so guess what? Pizza and powder is in September 24th. And that's Color Wars out on the field. Wow. The color powder. And then we'll have pizza because already we're like, that worked. We got to do that all the time for the purpose of communicating our heart. Yes. It's not just to have an event for fun. It's so that I can gather the parents and say, look what God is doing. Yes. Show it. We need to demonstrate it. So I brought the kids up. I showed the parents. What was I showing them? They know how to worship on their own. They know how to go after God. They know how to hear God's voice. Let me prove it to you. I and love that. The parents are weeping in the room, Jason. It is. Mm -hmm. They're like, 
oh my word, my kids really are going after God. Like, I mean, it blew their mind. And now they they see children in ministry completely different. Totally. It's and no I longer childcare. Yeah, it's not. You know, and I, I made them repeat after me about camp. This is not childcare. This is not daycare. This is revival. That, yeah. That's what kids. That's so good. Communicate that. And again, if I can't do that, who's going to do it? Right. Jim Hennessy, my pastor, he's not... He's going to say a couple of good things about our children. Man, oh, we're just so happy. He, it's not, he's never going to sell this ministry for me. No, he hired it's your job. That's why he has you there. Exactly right. You know? Everyone on my team, if you have a staff under you, you don't have a staff to hide in a room and just be with the kids because you can get a volunteer for that. And to be frank, you should be using the lay people for that role, right. empowering, giving them those wins. Our job is... As core leaders, especially if you get a paycheck, those things is to actually recruit and to build the team and to train them and and to spend time with them. I mean, my life is consumed with cookouts and pool parties and all these things. Why? Because I'm building a family that's going to do ministry together because I I refuse to do this by myself. Yes. Been there, done that, about killed myself. Yeah. You know, and I think you have to really look at a word called ROI. What is your return on investment? The time you're spending, because that's what we're talking about, is you only have a certain amount of time every week to put into ministry. So what are you doing with that time? What's going to give you the greatest return? And what you're talking about is exactly that. I bet you'll get leaders from even that event, people that come forward and say, I want to be a part of that. And we never get leaders by getting up and saying, oh, man, we're just desperate. And, you know, not, you know, not get leaders. Who no. wants to be a part of something that's chaos and desperate? You yes. know, even if it is rough, you never sell the rough. You only don't sell let the them rough. don't let them see you sweat. <laughs> you got to be a little bit of a car salesman to be a children's pastor. Let's right. Got to kind of make it everything better than it is. Uh, and the reality is, it really, you know, it really isn't bad. No. You know, I think we need to get this whole. We need to. We need to stop with the "woe is me" attitude in children's ministry and realize we're serving what Jesus said is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Exactly. And I believe that he'll provide the greatest resources for that too. Then, yeah. you know, I mean, when we sit there and we get all, let you down. Yeah, exactly. Tell you. Yeah. But you do have to own it. It is your responsibility. Totally. You know, so for me, it, it took a while to learn that, but once I did breakthrough. Oh yeah. That's when it happens. So, Hey, what's one issue that you hear children's leaders talking a lot about today and what's your thoughts on how to solve that? I mean, we just talked about recruitment, but what's some, what's another issue that you're hearing? Yeah, I would say, I would ask the question, what I would say, what should the question we're asking be? Yeah. What should, what should, what should we be identifying? What do we, you know, identify is the greatest problem, whether they're asking that or not. Yep. I think we know uh, that these children are in a, a generation alpha is different. Um, yes. I am really, we're really pushing our kids towards more of a kingdom philosophy, the kingdom on earth now. And I think so long we get, we've, we've fallen into this and I wouldn't say it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, we're getting them saved, filled with the Holy spirit, all that's you know amazing, but I feel like we've had language problems. Our yeah. language is, Oh, we want to get them ready for when they grow up. What will they be when they're older? And I'm like, no, that is not what Generation Alpha wants. Right. Let's talk about what you can do now. So we have three words 
that we're that we're really focused on in our kids' ministry right now: identity, uh, purpose, and destiny. Simple words oh, we've all heard our lives. But here's the deal: your identity of who you are in God. Who am I as a child? So we want to take kids from being a from a uh, orphan to a son. Mm. Okay, that's the salvation process. Then we want to take them from sonship to kingship because. Wow. Jesus came to establish his kingdom on earth. We have dominion. These five, six, seven-year-old kids are kings and queens when they have Jesus inside of them. They Amen. can roll and walk in dominion on this earth, and, and they can have the answers and the solutions in their schools, in their home. What do we do now? This is not for later. This is for now. And when we give kids purpose, they know their identity. I'm a child of God. I'm a king. I'm a queen. You know what I mean? And then we want to get them to, so you go from uh, orphan to son, right? This is the, this is our kingdom model. Then we go from son to king, queen, and then we actually get them into to fatherhood. Wow. And, and, and that probably, you know, you could argue, <laughs> can that happen at seven, eight, nine? I believe it can. And so I think, you know, I'm learning myself how to be a father in children's ministry, but we got to get these kids to understand their potential now. Yeah, not their potential later on. Well, the world gets it. The world gets it because they're after our kids. I mean, and I I think to uh, to such a great extent that we may have been a little bit asleep at the wheel over the last couple of years. And we're now waking up to realize like the pressures that our kids are under, no matter where you're at in this nation, uh, the world gets this idea of, man, the kids have potential right now. Let's get them right now. I've said it forever. That's why Disney spends billions of dollars a year focused on children. That's why now, and we're hearing their agenda unfold. I mean, like you just go, man, the world has gotten it for a long time. We got to get it too. It's so true. And, and, you know, I think that that's the question that we should be asking is, is what are we, what are we imparting to these children? And all, that then that begins to raise other questions. Okay, so are is every little event really purpose driven? Are, are should we be doing all the things we're doing, or maybe there's some things we need to cut that yeah. don't get them to understand their identity, their purpose, and their destiny? So, yeah. so coming up with what is God saying for your kids? And I think the biggest thing that we realized uh, over the last couple of years is. The secret to me is when the kids learn to recognize and hear the voice of God on their own. Yes, I, what I love that. What we started doing is we just we just decided we're going after that, and so we spend every single Sunday. Anytime we gather at the very end of worship, we just get quiet and we wait on God. Wow! And we say, "Speak, Lord, we're listening." Every week, we never have a week we don't do this. And then I go around with the mic or, or one of the pastors, you know, the other pastor will go around the mic and say, okay, what's God saying? And we just, and without fail, guys, you, at first it was scary. Like, our kids going to respond to this? What are they going to say? You yeah. know, and it just, it just began to happen. And kids are hearing the voice of God. And you know, it's real by what they say. Yes. So sure. Sometimes this voice says pretty close to what he said because he just wanted to talk into the mic. Right. It's still so foundational. He's still, he's still kind of picking up things. And, but for the most part, 90% of the time, you can tell this is God speaking to the kids. They're using scripture when they say it, 
and they're just communicating what God is saying to everyone else. And it's just created this moment. So Sunday morning, worship's happening. We kind of get to the end. We start getting quiet. And I'm standing there, and it's just, oh, the powerful presence of God. This was just this Sunday. Wow. And this little girl, and she ended up, she was sitting on the stage. I get They come up so close, you know. Right. She's sitting on the stage, and she just starts going, beauty, beauty, beautiful, glory, glory, glorious. You are. So she starts leading worship and everyone starts joining in and joining in. And wow. I mean, we're not, the, the, the band has stopped playing. We're just there. And in that moment, I just hit the floor. I, it was, it was as if, I don't know how to explain it. I've, I haven't seen, I haven't felt this in, in, in really ever. And I just, I was so overwhelmed by, by the, you know, you we just work so hard and we try, we prayed yeah. for so long. And like it's like they're getting it and they're and they're not getting it because their parents said to get it or because I said it's on their own. They're leading us now. They're leading us. And so once the kids started leading us, I fell to the ground. Well, then they came around me and they're praying for me. And I looked over and all of our leaders are weeping and all the kids are praying for them. And I thought, this is kids' church now, because it was never right. supposed to be leader church. Right. Exactly. It's supposed to be kids' church. Yep. It's their service. It's their time to preach. It's their time to teach. All yes. of kids on the worship team, kids leading, kids hearing the voice of God. Why? Because if they hear the voice of God on their own, it changes everything. It does. Now, when I get in an identity confusion situation, wait, what's what's God? Who does God say I am? Exactly. How to hear his voice. When yeah. I get in a problem, when I face a situation, wait a second, let me just pause here. When mom and dad are flustered and you can just see the, I, I envision, I dream of a seven-year-old in that situation saying, wait, mom, dad, hold on. Can we just stop? Yes. And, and ask God what he says about this. Yeah. Come on. That's, That's so good. We're after. And they're doing that. That can, that will happen, but we've got to, we've got to, create that environment every single week where we're going after that, teaching them how to recognize the voice of God. And so we just did a series out of that. We did a series called Listen. And it's about hearing the voice of God. It's one of our Kids in Action curriculum series. And it's fun and cute and whatever. But the bottom line is this, create moments where kids are hearing God's voice every week. So good. Every time you gather. So good. You know, and now being a lead pastor, we just planted about a year and a half ago. Um, one of the biggest, biggest challenges adults have today is they don't hear God's voice. And I can sit in a room and probably 95% of people in that room will tell me they have never heard God's voice or they don't know what God's voice sounds like. And I'm like, man, if we can introduce God's voice to them when they're five, six, seven, it will go with them all through their life. And so I guess my, one of my questions for you is what did you do in your leader's lives to prepare them for this moment? Because yeah. your leaders are the ones that really help to cultivate that. So what did you do leading up to that to get your leader uh, on the same I'll page? be honest, not, not enough. Okay. Cause I, you know, I recognize immediately when we started getting this, I'm looking around the room and I'm like, wait a second, I don't have really have my leaders all around. Yeah. And so now I'm having to go back after the fact 
had I had it to do over again, <laughs> right? Yeah, you got to start with your leader. So, so having those training moments, bringing them in, and and let's spend time hearing God's voice. Make sure we know how to do that, so that we can, you know. And the reality is, God still moved, and the kids still heard God's voice, whether right. they believed it or not. But right. you don't want to do it backwards. Do it right. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say. Uh, Make sure you're intentional with your trainings that anytime you gather with your leaders that you're you're pausing and saying, okay, let's start this meeting by hearing God's voice. What yeah. Does he, what does he want to say? And I want to hear from you. What is he saying to you? Because I know he's speaking to me, but y'all always hear what he says to me. I, I need to hear what he says to you because maybe he's saying something to you that that's going to really bring the breakthrough, the new idea. And so uh, we're, we're scrambling to catch up with that. <laughs> Well, and it's probably um, teaching them how to hear God's voice too, because I would venture to say most of the leaders don't know. You know, I mean, that's what you see in the church. Exactly. You're in the room, and and you know, we had a we have a young man, a young adult leader um, that every week he comes in the kids' church, and he finds himself on his knees just weeping. And so, mm. what God's done in his life for the last year has changed him, and it's happened in kids' church as a leader. Isn't that amazing? The other uh, thing too is yeah. this: this we have to change our mindset that this isn't uh, just uh, oh, well, this is kids' church and this is cute, whatever. This is there's no junior. We we say it, but do we really mean it? Do we really believe it? There right. is no junior Holy Spirit. And and when people ask me, Pastor Matt, you never go to church. When do you get to go to church? I say, Are you kidding me? Have I'm in church every time? week. Let me tell you about my church. Why don't you come to my church? Because I just had a moment with God yesterday that I would I never had in an adult service. Right. So you're welcome to attend my service at any time you want. And 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 uh by the way, a fifth grader is gonna be preaching this week, and I think what he has to say, you need to hear. I love that. <laughs> you oh, know what I mean? Like, this is church. This is yep. church. Quit saying that that's church and this is kidsmen. No, this is church. It's church. It's their church. Yes. But they're leading us, and the yep. children will lead them. Totally. I think that's it's the, biblical. It is. It is. You know? Unless you're in the next revival. Exactly. And, you know, when you look at uh, Relevant Magazine came out with an article about why so many teenagers and high school and college are leaving the church. And what they found is the ones that stayed are the ones that are serving, are the ones that are plugged in. And so I love that idea of using our kids to run their service. I mean, it just makes so much sense, you know, in that perspective. We've got to do empower them, train them, teach them, get them to be part of the service. And and we, you know, I I, we still got to get better. Totally. You know, we're, 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 we're doing, we're doing well, but we're not, it's not enough. Totally. Every child needs to fill their, their role and their place in their service. So we, we'll, we'll just say simple language. We'll start the service. I'll get up, I'll set a mic up in front during worship. I'll put the microphone on it and I'll walk away and say, okay, guys, y'all decide today. It's your service, not mine. Okay. What's, yes. What's today? It's so good. We start to lead worship and kids will just come up, grab the mic, say things. You know, when when God speaks, they they go and they grab it and they and they share it with their friends and and that's how we have to run our. That's um, freedom. I mean, you're teaching your kids to operate in freedom and and really move in the gifts and and that's just it's just awesome to hear. You know, so besides kids in action, what's another good resource? We recommend that for sure. But what's another good resource that you'd say, man, this is a great resource I've found today that I want to share yeah, with other kids. Um, 
you know, I, I really like Bible engagement project. Okay. Um, I, I think that's a good, that's a good resource um, to use. We, we like to use that with some of our midweek stuff, some of our clubs and programs. I would say that's a good one. Okay. Um, make sure you're on some of these like Facebook groups. Yes. Like if you're in the Sons of God, there's the AG Kidmen community. If you're a part of Kids Matter, there's the I Love Kidmen community. Those are the two I'm in. There might be more than that. You might have one. If you do, I need to know about it. Hey, the um, Kidmen Tribe podcast is what we're what we're yeah, doing. So listen. This, to this is podcast. so important, and, and and the reason that's important is again, 25 years of this would be easy for me to say I have all the answers. Right. Right. I, we never do. And the reality is I'm on that Kidman Facebook. Do you want to know why I did Nerf and Nachos? Because I saw it on that. I've been doing this yes. for 25 years and I never heard of Nerf and Nacho. And it sounds like everyone's done a Nerf and Nacho night. I just did my first one after 25 years. Yes. My first Nerf and Nacho night because I saw it on that. Whoa, that's the coolest idea ever. We're totally doing that. And well, so, and I'll tell you what was the great change moment is this whole COVID thing. I mean, it doesn't matter how long you've done ministry. That is a game changer. I mean, like everybody is going like, okay, this is a new world we're living in. And what do we need to be doing? And, you know, it's those moments where, and I think we're all figuring it out together. It's these yeah, moments having where that we community can, of people to be able to get on. And then, you know, everyone's, they're getting on there with their problems, their struggles, but just watching all the answers that come, the solutions. Yeah. And then some are just looking for resources or they're just, or they're putting out resources and it, it's a really good. So my, for me, my go-to resource right now is, Facebook. Hey, <laughs> it's you know what? Crazy and silly, but it's 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 a good one. You know, part of the thing about being a kids ministry leader is we're part of a big tribe too, and we yeah. learn from each other. You know, if you're not connected, which oh. Matt, you've always been connected, we're connected. No, you know, if you're not let connected, me just tell you honestly, Jason, I I need to be honest with you about that. I yeah. I failed great. My biggest failure as a children's pastor is that I actually didn't connect. I yeah. did like that Philippines trip was the only thing I ever did really with a group of people. And I did that once. I, it's easy to stay recluse in your minute because we're busy and we have we're a busy. lot and you just yep. get trapped inside of your, and if we don't get outside and now here I am wanting to be apostolic, I've got this, well, no one knows who I am because I didn't do a great job connecting. Oh, and so wow. doing these things, I would honestly, Jason, for years, I would have said no to this. Yeah this opportunity to do a podcast. And, and that comes from a little bit of intimidation, right? Like you don't feel like, oh, well, who am I? What are do people really want to hear from me? And so you, 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 the enemy will lie to you and say, what you have doesn't matter. Yes. The reality is what's going on in my kids ministry, what's going on here at Trinity, what's going on. People need to know about that. They do. Because yes. It might open up something in you. And I need to hear from you what's going on in your children's ministry so that I can go, oh, my goodness, we need to be doing that. And so totally. I just, you know, I, I I wish I would have learned this 20 years ago. I was, you know, and I just didn't. Never I, too late. Every opportunity, but it's not too late. Absolutely. Yeah, never so too don't late. turn down the opportunities. If Jason Noble calls you and says, <laughs> join my Kidman podcast, I'm going to be watching and I want to hear what you have to say. So, Oh, that's awesome. Well, that's great, man. I appreciate your heart. And, you know, the, we can always look back. And that's the beautiful thing about looking back is we can look back and say, hey, here's what I did wrong. I want 
would encourage you to do the right thing and move in the right direction that will help to in, enrich your ministry and yeah. be a part of this great tribe that we're talking about of Kidman leaders um, that really transcends denominations, transcends, um, you know, uh, it just is people coming together to say, we're all yeah. in the same boat. We're all rowing together. Yeah, and and I, you know, I'm, that is the one thing about experience is I have a whole lot of failures I can share with you and <laughs> what not to do, you know, it's and all stuff. built on that. Right. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is just trial and error and, and all kinds of things, but, but which, hey, you know, if you're just joining into the kids ministry, you're hearing a great truth is a lot of trial and error happens and there's going to be times when you fail and you pick fall yourself forward, up. Right. It's the whole fall forward thing. You just exactly. fall at least you're trying something and now you're, you're moving in the right direction. Totally. Yeah. The people that aren't failing are the ones that aren't trying new things. And yeah. so, you know, there's always this movement of moving forward and trying new things. And so you well, don't man, think you man, can try new things, just get on, just see how quickly media changes. Right. Oh man. Totally. Totally. And you know, the way we did things, the message doesn't change, but the method, I mean, we've been saying that for a long time in the last two years, we have been forced into that statement. I mean, and really dug dug in. Well, man, thank you so much for spending time with me today. Tell me it. Tell tell everyone again where they can find you and where yeah, they can and, connect. Kidman Pastor. So I don't know how I got that handle. I guess uh, it was the Holy Spirit or something. Because because that I literally just started Instagram like just a year or two. Wow, ago. you're lucky into this. So at Kidman Pastor on Instagram, at Kidman Coach on Facebook, and then KidsInAction.tv is the website. Uh, you can just go on the app store, any app store and download the kids in action app. And it's got resources for you that you might like curriculum that I think is really good. It's video driven. So it's got a purpose. It shouldn't be your every Sunday morning curriculum. It should be your supplemental things. Yes. And then it's got the parent app for, for home. So uh, God bless you guys. We'd love to connect. We'd love to come help you. If anyone ever wants me to come and do a, a family church exchange at your church. I would love to do that as well. That's great. Hey, will you pray for everybody on our way out? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. God, I just thank you for, wow, so many incredible people that are giving their lives yes, to the Lord. great cause of children's ministry. God, we are, we do not take the responsibility of discipling the next generation lightly. We know, God, what a big deal this is. And so, God, we we fervently go after you and say, your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth right now as it is in heaven and come invade the hearts and minds of these children so that foundationally they'll grow in amazing faith and change the world now. We're not looking for something they'll do later. We're wanting it now. So, God, we just speak into every children's ministry leader that they would creatively be able to build that bridge between what happens at church and what happens at home. Partner with parents and disciple the next generation. In Jesus' name, give them strength, give them grace, give them peace, give them mercy, give them your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Matt, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule right before kids' camps. Uh, man, we're praying for you at Trinity. And thank you again for all the wisdom that you imparted into our lives today. And I hope lots of people connect with you. Um, thanks again, man. God bless you. God bless. We would love to hear from you. What are some of the thoughts, questions, ideas you would like to hear more about? You can submit your thoughts and questions to thekidmantribe.com slash mailbag. And be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for being a part of the Kidman Tribe podcast and the Kidman Tribe family. 
We so appreciate all that you do. I hope you got some great fresh new ideas on how to equip parents and volunteers to raise up godly children. Listen, it really does take a church to raise up godly children. And it's exciting that we're talking about great ideas and fresh ways to do that. Hey, if you love the Kidman Tribe podcast, where you, wherever you're listening, whatever channel, if it's on YouTube or Apple uh, or Google or wherever you're at, go and subscribe to our channel, then leave a comment. Help us to move up the rank. We'd love to hear from you. If you love the Kidman Tribe podcast, if you don't, don't worry about putting anything. No, I'm just kidding. Go and like that. So appreciative of that. And then on social media, share this with everyone you know. Man, I need your help. Help us get the word out about the Kidman Tribe. If it's helping you and encouraging you and you think it's a great tool, share it with everyone you know. You can also find us online at the Kidman Tribe Com. So that's KidmanTribe.com. No the, but just KidmanTribe.com. There's some great resources. There's a great bi-weekly blog that happens every other week. So we release the podcast one week, a brand new blog the next. Also, there's a place where you can leave your thoughts and comments in our mailbag. That's KidmanTribe.com backslash mailbag. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts. Love to hear your ideas. We're getting ready to plan 2023. I'd love for you to tell me what we need to be talking about what we need to be looking at, ideas and ways and challenges that you might be facing. You can do that by sharing in our mailbag. So it's kidmantribe.com backslash mailbag. I say that every time we're together, I've not gotten one email. So please send me one. Just let me know you're out there. I would so appreciate it of that and just be so thankful that, that you've done that. Hey, listen, so in two weeks, we have Tom Bump. Tom Bump is a ministry veteran of over 30 years. He's also the host of the Kids Ministry Collective podcast. We love to highlight leaders that are being great resources for kids ministry. And the Kids Ministry Collective and Tom are really one of those great leaders. Tom's a veteran ministry leader of over 30 years who served in various sized churches from 50 to 5,000. He has such great input no matter where you find yourself. He's the founder, lead coach with restoringleaders.org and kmccoach.net. We all need a coach. If you're needing a coach, this might be a great opportunity. He helps leaders heal from hurts and find restoration from burnout. Listen, if you're there, this is a great, great thing that we are gonna dig in and talk about in the next edition of the podcast. He also hosts the Kids Ministry Collective podcast and Facebook group, whose purpose is to help equip, encourage, and challenge leaders to take their leadership and ministry to a higher level. He's also the author of Valleys Over Mountains, a guide through hard seasons. If you're in the middle of a hard season, I promise you, Tom will be so encouraging for you. We're gonna be talking about what it, what it takes and, and how we make it through the difficult times in ministry and not getting burnt out through that process. It's a discussion you don't wanna miss. Listen, as you're getting ready for 2023, I really challenge you, take some time to hear God's voice and get His wisdom and direction for your ministry. What is that focus? I always pray, God, give me one word for my next year. One word that I can rally my volunteers, rally my kids, rally my leaders. Find out what that is as you're getting ready. Because listen, we'll be right there and it'll be 2023. We'll turn our heads and it's there. And I want you to be really, really strategic on what God is calling you to do in 2023 in your kids' ministry, in your church, with what God's speaking to you. Some of you may have transitions coming up. Whatever God's even speaking to you in that arena, start asking God for direction now. Thank you for joining the Kidman Tribe Podcast. You are loved, you're appreciated, and what you do changes lives for eternity. You may not even see it right now, but you're making an incredible difference in the lives of kids and parents and families and your community as a whole. 
I'm your biggest fan. I'm cheering you on always. You are my heroes. Go get them, Tribe. I can't wait to see you in two weeks. God bless. The Kidman Tribe Podcast is a production of 1230 Kids. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your kids' ministry, visit kidmantribe.com.